Welcome back to the MicroConf podcast. I'm your host, Rob Walling. This week, we have a MicroConf tactics episode with the title, Do This When Your Work-Life Balance Is Out of Whack. And in it, I talk about burnout. I talk about the times in my professional career where everything was going up and to the right, things were growing, and yet I was super unhappy. And it's because I let my work-life balance get out of whack. And I don't just pontificate and throw ideas around. I actually offer some pretty tactical advice and hopefully thoughts from someone who's been there that can help you if you find yourself in the same position. These tactics episodes are the audio track from our YouTube videos. You can head to microconf.com YouTube if you'd like to see the full amazing visuals that my team puts together for these videos. Before we dive into that, we are running the next edition of the State of Independent SaaS Survey and Report. Through MicroConf, we've run the survey a couple of times, and then we decided to take last year off because the information coming through wasn't changing. The survey is about 40 questions. It takes less than 10 minutes to complete if you have your metrics handy. And then we take that data from what usually winds up being between 600 and 1,000 independent SaaS companies. These are bootstrapped and mostly bootstrapped SaaS companies. And we compile a report with all the key findings and helpful industry benchmarks that you don't get anywhere else. The survey closes soon. We could really use your input. All the data is kept anonymous. And every survey response we get makes the report that much better. Head to stateofindiesass.com to complete the survey, and we're going to enter everyone who completes a survey into a drawing for a free ticket to MicroConf US 2024 in Atlanta. That's more than a $1,000 value. I know it's a lot for me to ask you for 10 minutes out of your busy day, but it really would go a long way towards making this year's report the best yet. We are mixing it up this year, asking different questions and pulling out different findings than you've seen in the past. So even if you've filled out a prior survey, it'd be amazing if you could head to stateofindiesass.com and complete it. Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know about our MicroConf Mastermind program. If you listen to this show, you know that I've talked a lot on this podcast about how important masterminds have been to my own success. But finding the right founders for your mastermind group can be very hard. Over the past few years, my team at MicroConf has successfully matched more than a thousand founders into mastermind groups by looking at revenue, team size, strengths, goals, and several other data points to make sure your peer group is the right fit. Once you're matched, you'll also have access to our mentorship series, a three-month program where you can connect with some great minds in sales, business development, marketing, and more. If you're looking for accountability, honest feedback about your business, and the opportunity to make new friends that care about your company and your success, you can learn more at microconf.com masterminds. And with that, let's dive into work-life balance. About three months ago, I found myself feeling at the edge of burnout. And this is a feeling that I've had before. Probably every two or three years, I will either start feeling like I'm burning out, or if I miss it, if I'm not paying attention, especially when I was younger, I would go into full-blown burnout where I didn't want to show up to work and I needed to take months off in order to recover from it. So about three months ago, I realized I was thinking about work a bit too much. I was grinding a bit too much, and it was having a real impact on my mood, a substantial impact on my productivity, my sense of accomplishment, and frankly, my enjoyment of life. So in this video, I'm going to talk about how I felt and some of the steps that I took to fix that. Because when your work-life balance is out of whack, 
nothing feels good. Work sucks, life sucks, and I wanna help you figure out how to potentially work through that because it's not if it will happen to you, it's when. And if you stick around till the end of this video, I'm gonna tell you the best book I know for learning how to manage your own psychology as a founder, including working through burnout and how to maintain healthy work-life balance. So a big key to staving off burnout is to recognize it really early. And when I started recognizing it this time, I knew that I was still a few months away from it, but I could feel the disinterest and the frustration building in me. And those for me are the signs that I'm starting to burn out. So when this happens, I ask myself three questions. The first is, can I step away for a few weeks? That is inevitably a way for me to recharge my motivation. The second question is, can I hire someone to do the work that's putting me out of balance? The work that I don't want to do and the work that I'm frustrated by. And the third is, can I ease up on the throttle? And at different times in your founder journey, sometimes that answer is yes, and sometimes it's not. So let's revisit those three questions, and I'll talk you through how I was thinking about it a couple months ago. So for me, in the job that I have today, the part that was burning me out is the content treadmill. For those who don't know, I put out 52 YouTube videos like this a year, 52 episodes of Startups for the Rest of Us, and we put out 52 episodes of the MicroConf podcast. So there is a content treadmill that my team and I are constantly running on to try to keep up to get that next video out, that next podcast out by the deadline. And in my entrepreneurial journey, the more that I find myself doing things where I'm not learning or growing or getting better at them, that's when I start to feel frustrated and potentially start to burn out. And so this first question of can I step away for a few weeks, in this context, I really can't because we have to put out a new video and two new podcasts every week. But what I realized is in my situation, I could work ahead. And so what I did is I took a two-day stint and I I recorded a month's worth of YouTube videos and a month's worth of podcasts. And it was a lot of work, but it allowed me then to take almost four weeks off from the grind. And so for me, it wasn't stepping away from work per se, but it was stepping away from the exact work that was putting me out of balance or the work that I wasn't enjoying. You may not be in a situation to be able to do that. And that's why I have the other two questions. The second question is, can I hire someone to do the work that I'm not enjoying? Back in the day when I was running my last SaaS app, there were tons of operational tasks that needed to get done. It was stuff like keeping espresso pods stocked and dealing with small legal things, updating our terms of service, keeping the office rent paid and any bills that came through. It was just all type of company operations. And I was doing all that because I couldn't justify spending thousands of dollars a month on an operations person. I was putting every dollar we earned into developing developers, salespeople, customer success, support to try to grow the product. And that was the right choice in the early days. But as we scaled, I made the mistake of not hiring an operations person. And that led to me doing a bunch of tasks that I could do, but I didn't enjoy. And it sent me into burnout, which I've talked about on this channel before. So the question to ask yourself here is, can you possibly hire someone to do the work that you're not enjoying? Oftentimes for founders, this is operational stuff. It starts as admin things, so you hire that executive assistant. It eventually becomes more operational things like payroll, like stuff that is maybe above an admin's pay grade, but that needs to get done and that you're not necessarily the best person to do and you're not gonna enjoy it. So this is something I think founders should be asking themselves more often than they do. And in fact, when we started Tiny Seed, since we were able to raise funding for it, 
it. We hired an operations person as our fourth or fifth hire to take so much pressure off my co-founder and I to ensure that we don't burn out. And then the third question is, can I ease up on the throttle for the time being? And the answer to this may be yes, it may be no. If you're early in your journey and you're pre-revenue, you haven't launched yet, and you're already burning out, maybe take two or three weeks off completely from thinking about work. I know you probably still have a day job if you haven't launched, but from thinking about your side project. And it can help clear your head and get you back in the mindset to ship and to grind, because that's what it takes to get this off the ground. Now, if you're in the middle of a launch and people are depending on you and you're supporting your product and building features, the answer to this question is probably no, you can't ease up on the throttle. But there are certain times during your journey, during your product journey or your founder journey or your company's journey, where you can ease up just a little bit if you feel that burnout. Now, if you're not burning out and your work life is in balance, then there's no reason to ease up on the throttle. I like to accelerate and push down on the gas when things are working to make them go faster. But I'm talking right now about when you have that feeling of existential dread or the feeling of I just don't want to go into work today. I'm completely unmotivated. I hate this product. I hate my job, the job that you've created for yourself. And at that point, it's time to ask yourself one of these questions to figure out, can I step away and give my mind enough of a break that I can break this cycle of my work life being out of balance and a feeling burned out all the time because burnout leads to lack of motivation and it can lead to you making bad decisions like shutting your company down, selling it for less than you should get for it, or potentially selling it too early. In a minute, I'm going to tell you about the book that you'll want to read if you want to learn more about managing work-life balance, burnout, and managing your own psychology. But before I do that, MicroConf Connect is our online community filled with thousands of bootstrapped and mostly bootstrapped B2B SaaS founders just like you. And if you're interested in the content on this channel, MicroConf Connect is the online community for folks who are into the same thing. Think of it as this YouTube channel's community. You can head to microconfconnect.com to sign up for our free plan, and we host that in Slack so you can get to know other founders like yourself. Okay, so the book to help you manage your own psychology, it's called The Entrepreneur's Guide to Keeping Your Shit Together, and it's completely focused on everything I'm talking about in this video, but it goes so much more in depth. It's actually written by my wife, Dr. Sherry Walling, and I contributed some anecdotes and helped her structure the book a bit, but it is a book that gets rave reviews from entrepreneurs who have been through the grind, and usually when you're just getting started, you don't realize how much you need to be thinking about your own mental health and managing your own psychology, but this entrepreneur's guide is going to help you do just that. 